guest this week is Nick Holland, who made his uh, debut uh, way, way back now. It seems like such a long time ago, but it wasn't really. Friday the 8th of April, 1994, at the MCG for the Mighty Hawthorne Football Club. G'day, Nick, how are you? Good, thanks, Kevin, and uh, happy to be joining you. How does it feel, you know, to, so it seems like a long time ago, but it, it sort of has gone in the blink of an eye? Yeah, it certainly does. And, um, yeah, just uh, the other day on... Uh, Twitter. There were some some videos of uh, the final that uh, we we played in 1998 uh, against Port Adelaide and had a had a good win there. And there were some of the highlights of that. You you don't realise that that's um, you know 20 plus years ago now. So it's uh, a long time. Uh, now take us back to to 1994. Uh, you came to the club. Obviously, you played senior footy in uh, in Adelaide. So it's sort of a different career path to to some of the young blokes coming through these days. Yeah, so in that, um, that that year in Adelaide, I was uh, still at uh, at school uh, do, doing Year 12 and um, played a, a few senior games there for the SNFL. And uh, so, so I had become a bit more accustomed to, to playing against uh, grown men, which was um, which was handy. Uh, and then when I when I came across, uh, just trying to break my way into the the side, and it uh, came. When uh, both Langford uh, and uh, Jason Dunstall sort of were injured, and uh, and so I got a, a call up on a on a Friday night at the MCG. So you can't get uh, any better than that. But uh, as a as a young kid, I'd never played on a Friday night, and I'd never played at the MCG. So it was uh, pretty uh, uh, awesome, uh, but also sort of a, a little bit frightening as well because uh, it's. Uh, Friday night football and uh, the hello turf of the, the MCG, which I I loved. Um, uh, un- unfortunately, it was probably memorable for all the wrong reasons because <laughs> without uh, Langford and Dunstall, we uh, we didn't do too well. And um, Wayne Carey was uh, kicking goals for North Melbourne. He kicked eight that day because we just had no defender that could uh, could stop him. I think. Uh, Poor Andy Gowers was given the, the task on him that night, and I found myself on him for about uh, ten minutes of the of the match. And um, yeah, it was just uh, it was actually uh, good to to see you know what I was going to be up against when I, I sort of spent that ten minutes on uh, on on Duck because uh, he was he was still sort of fairly young, but um, you know fast getting a reputation as the best player in the in the competition. So. Um, yeah, not 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 a, a, a bad um, game to sort of be be involved in, but unfortunately, uh, the Hawks didn't do very well. It, it was a baptism of fire, wasn't it? I mean, they kicked twenty five twenty three. So uh, you're playing down in the back line. You saw a lot of the ball. Yes, it certainly did. So yeah, and um, yeah, in, in particular um, when you know I, I spent that uh, ten minutes on on care. I think. Um, Andy Gower sort of went off to have a have a rest because he, he was just under the under pump and they, they put me on him for, for ten minutes and uh, you just saw how much uh, ball in through you know Wayne Carey and uh, you know I uh, uh, saw Pagan's paddock for the first time because <laughs> you know I found myself in the fifty meters alone with uh, with, with with the duck and uh, it was um, it, it was uh, pretty um, pretty intimidating and. Um, yeah, it was it was good to get that one under the belt, um, but uh, probably would have been nicer if had we had a, a full side and um, you know we're, we're going a, a bit better and um, you know we uh, I, I played well enough to get a, a game the following week, but uh, once again we we're injury to players again and I, I think uh, the, the side went worse again against Carlton who uh, 
you know, were at their prime as well. They went on the following year to become uh, the Premiers in 1995. But uh, as you know, Carlton and North Melbourne during that uh, sort of uh, mid 90s period, they were the, they were the sides to be reckoned with. Oh, and and North Melbourne on a Friday night were absolutely must see TV for a start, and uh, they just were probably the best side to watch going around. Uh, they were they were brilliant to watch. Yeah, certainly. I had the, had the best seats in the house, sort of uh, playing <laughs> alongside uh, Dark Tate Night. So, uh, um, yeah, but it, it it was sort of fantastic. I, I just sort of remember um, getting a, a a lift to the game, and you, you're driving in there, and you see the lights uh, from, from from the distance. You pull into the car park, and uh, it was uh, the, the old, old days there where you'd park on the on the lawns and uh, and, and walk in the crowd gathering. So it was um, incredible to just to be playing your, your first game and to to walk out through that race onto the onto the MCG. You you couldn't uh, you know, not get excited and not get uh, motivated and fired up for you know Friday night at the uh, the MCG. So. Pretty pretty fortunate in 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 that way. Uh, just uh, unfortunate that we didn't perform a little bit better. Yeah, I mentioned they kicked uh, twenty five goals. Uh, you you blokes only managed managed six ten to twenty five twenty three. So it was a whopping big uh, victory to North Melbourne. It was played in front of thirty seven thousand people just on on a on a Friday night as we mentioned. But your stats weren't that bad. You had five kicks, six marks, four handballs, kicked a couple of behind. So even though you're playing yeah. down back for a little while, you actually must have snuck up forward at some stage. Yeah, I, I sort of played on and off uh, the, the the bench a, a little bit, um, trying me in a in a few places as uh, as I said, uh, a few few minutes on uh, on duck as as well. But um, I actually had a chance because I I did sneak forward and uh, had a chance to kick uh, a goal with my uh, very first possession, but unfortunately it uh, went off to the right, and uh, then uh, had had another couple of opportunities um, uh, that I gave off to Darren Jarman, who surprisingly. Missed uh, uh, the the goal as well, and uh, and then in my final chance, unfortunately again, so I didn't didn't register uh, with with a goal in my first game, but uh, uh, it was good to get my hands on the ball. And you you're running about, and you you sort of uh, in, in awe of everything that's going on, and then suddenly you get your hands on the ball, and it sort of clicks into motion. You you sort of feel those nerves go away a little bit because you've got your first touch and your first possession. So it's um, uh, amazing, sort of uh, everything that's going on in your head, uh, in your in your stomach, with your with your nerves, and then just uh, finally, sort of all the training kicks in. Uh, you know, once you get that first possession out of the way, and uh, you can you can sort of play your regular game, and it, uh, well, it wasn't too bad for a, for a first game, yeah. uh, but uh, it was just the the experience that was uh, uh, amazing. You sort of missed out on the on the lead up, given you had a late call on the Friday to to go into the side. So you missed out on everything we see these days with blokes doing videos and ringing their mum and dad and all that sort of stuff. So, what what sort of uh, you know were the, were the family able to get there in time and all that sort of stuff to to see your debut? Yeah, unfortunately not. Uh, coming over from uh, Adelaide, and um, I, I wasn't sort of really told uh, that I, that I'd be on the side until sort of after the Thursday night. Uh, Training session, and um, you know, I um, you know did did tell uh, mum and dad, but it uh, was just a, a little bit late to uh, to get them over to to see it, uh, un- unfortunately. But uh, they, they got over for the following week, but uh, just uh, that was out at, out at Waverley, and probably um, yeah, not not as good as experience as uh, as being Friday night at the MCG. And uh, Raiden, tell us, mate, his debut the same uh, the same day as you. 
Yeah, um, yeah, and we, we um, spent our whole career sort of uh, playing uh, together, and ended up, I think, with the uh, the same amount of games in, in the end. So it's uh, it's funny we both um, made our debut together, and um, yeah, finished off about uh, similar times with the same amount of games. The expectation on you, Nick, having played your first game, what, what was what was in your head about what uh, how long a career, a footy career, you thought you could have? I I think. Um, once you're sort of at that level, um, and, and um, fortunately, I sort of had a um, pre-season games, and um, you, you just sort of realise in in those games, you sort of say, um, "Am I uh, do, do I feel comfortable at this level, or you know, is is this something that I'm going to have to sort of work hard to get to?" And in in those first sort of few games, I felt, "Look, I, I feel comfortable. I've got a bit of work to do, but I know that I can improve and." And really make it here. So I had sort of the, the self confidence that I'd um, I'd go well, and with um, you know more training and more practice, that I could um, you know have a, a healthy career. And yeah, I was, I was sort of pretty blessed to uh, to play 13 years and um, yeah enjoy um, some success at, uh, at, the, at the Hawks, which was great. So where did you like playing? I mean, you, you, your debut was down back, but as we said, you, you went up forward. And then later in your career, you obviously went up forward and became a very good centre-half forward. Uh, but where, yeah. did you, where did you like playing? Yeah, I, I preferred the, the centre-half back position. It was just that really? um, shortly after my... And, and was recruited as a, a centre-half back. Um, played sort of... Uh, in your football, you sort of play all over the place. I've, I've played uh, down, down back more at, uh, at the senior level in the SNFL, uh, but uh, at school footy I played it um, in the in the forward line. But uh, it was merely sort of because we um, we lost uh, Dermot Brereton um, when I arrived, and and there wasn't a, a ready replacement. And um, uh, Peter Knights actually just uh, flipped me into uh, centre half forward. Um, uh, a couple of times that year, like even uh, playing reserves, I was playing centre half back, and I was touted to be the replacement for Chris Langford. But I um, had a had a good game, not not so much in that first year, but uh, in in the following year at centre half forward, and um, yeah, made a career as a centre half forward. It's funny because that spine of uh, of Hawthorne in those days, uh, when you had Mew and Langford and Brereton and Dunstall, I mean, whoever took their place was on a was on a hiding to nothing really in many ways. <laughs> Oh, exactly, and I mean that—that you mentioned Chris Mew there, and it—it it shows that I, I was sort of recruited to be a, a centre half back and 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 replace uh, Chris Mew because uh, he handed me his number two jumper, yeah. and uh, you know I started uh, the first few games uh, down back, and and I, I did sort of swing a, a little bit towards the end of my career, a few games down back where there was the uh, big gorilla forwards that uh, needed to be handled. I, I sort of remember going back to. Uh, um, Rocker on a few occasions and Barry Hall and um, Fraser Garrick a, a few times where Hawthorne didn't have a sort of uh, centre-half back that could um, compete with them strength-wise. So, um, you know, I, I like that position, but, um, yeah, certainly uh, had some, some good success at centre-half forward as well. So 94 is your debut year. 95, you won the uh, the Norwich Rising Star and finished second in the BNF. So things really started to, to take off then, didn't they? Yeah, it was probably... Um, because of that, so Hawthorne and, and, and probably particularly around that that area, you, you had to do an apprenticeship and you, you see players like um, you know, Michael Tuck and uh, Dickie Domenico, they, they played sort of, uh, almost 100 games in the reserves before they you know, managed their senior debut. And after my first two games, I actually spent 
the rest of the season um, playing in the uh, in the VFL side um, and or the or the, the reserves side, and uh, only sort of made a, a appearance um, when we played North Melbourne again in the uh, drawn final. When I say made an appearance, I made an appearance as emergency, and that, that's quite a funny story, Kevin, because um, uh, I was emergency with. Um, Mark Bunn and uh, Matthew Young and um, uh, prior to the game, Shane Crawford uh, pulled out and uh, Ray Jenke pulled out and um, I was the one who had sort of um, gone to bed early the, the night before, packed uh, my, my boots, had my uh, full bag there and um, uh, when we sort of found out the um, the players were out actually at the ground, uh, Matthew Young and Mark Bunn both had to ring their partners to go home from Waverley to go and get their kits because they weren't ready to play and I was the only one ready to go but uh, <laughs> unfortunately missed selection so yeah <laughs> that is, that's a bit uh, you're a bit stiff yeah oh, I probably was a, a bit unlucky because um yeah in, in the end it was uh, Wayne Carey again who, who, who got us and um could have probably um done with someone sort of uh, floating across the, the half back line sort of uh, helping out Chris Langford on on uh, on the king you, you mentioned Dermot. Did he take you under his wing, or did someone else take you under their wing when you when you got to Hawthorne? Um, probably it was probably more so Handy Gowers when I was uh, I was first there. Uh, he, he was only there for that, um, that that first year, and then he moved up to up to Brisbane. And uh, oddly enough, my um, very first game of '95, uh, where I sort of said, oh, "Okay, I've had enough of um, um, missing out on playing senior." footy after playing the remainder of the, the, the season in the reserves, I said, I'm going to make a real crack of it in 95, and I ended up playing on him uh, in, my, in my very uh, first game of the, of the NAB Rising Star year. So um, that was uh, when he was at, at Brisbane, and that was a, another odd experience because yeah. um, uh, he, he, he actually spent the, the, the game sort of um, you know, tearing up a little bit because it's so emotional for him because he was a you know a great Hawthorne person and even came back to the club and was uh, director up until uh, Richie Vandenberg took over a few years ago. Yeah, uh, two thousand. You want to be an F in two thousand and uh, and had a terrific year. I think you kicked what fifty one goals that year in two thousand. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll take you on your word for that. So yeah, but it was um it, that that was a good year and it was um you know our. Um, Reintroduction to the to the finals. I played finals in in '96 under the probably the, the old era that still had um, some of the some of the, the greats in the side. In with um, obviously Jason Dunstall and uh, you know we um, uh, had still some of the greats. Darren Pritchard was uh, was there. Ray Jenke was there. Um, but then um, had a had a lean period, and then we we sort of came good in in 2000 and. Um, Made a couple of uh, finals appearances there, and uh, yeah, like I said the uh, the uh, Peter Crimmins, the, the club champion award with uh, with Daniel Chick uh, that year, who also had a, a fantastic year. Unfortunately, like uh, Darren Jarman, we we lost him, um, you know, a, a couple of years after that. But uh, you know, if you if you think about things like that, like if we had have hung on to. Darren Jarman, if we had hung on to uh, Daniel Chick, uh, players like that, just uh, we, we would have had a, a dominant side in those uh, early two thousands, I believe. Yeah. Oh well, absolutely. But uh, everyone was everyone was under the same sort of problem, weren't they? Losing blokes because of yeah. salary caps and uh, other teams coming into the competition, all that sort of stuff. What What about yeah. the uh, the criticism of your kicking over the years, Nick? How How do you sit with that these days? 
Oh no, I definitely had a very awkward uh, kicking style, but it was it, it was actually interesting because um, uh, you know various different coaches would try different things with me, and then um, uh, Peter Hudson sort of uh, came down the the club and said, "Okay, well, um, in, instead of trying to change me, uh, what I've been doing for 18 years uh, solidly playing uh, football," he said, "Look, we'll work with what you've got." And um, we'll work within those parameters and, and see how we go. And uh, I actually literally went from kicking, uh, I think it was one goal four the, the week before, to kicking six goals one the uh, the, the following week. So um, he, he was able to actually work with my kicking that year and uh, and beyond and then working with Jason Dunstall. And I, I actually became a reasonably reliable kick for, for, for goal um, from there. Um, it, uh, it was still an awkward kicking style, but it, uh, it, just working within the parameters of, of, of what I had was, was able to get me through. So I was uh, pretty lucky to have probably the best in the business in, in Peter Hudson and then uh, Jason Dunstall. I think you, you're much maligned, really. In 2000, when I mentioned you kicked the 51 goals, you kicked 51-23. So by anyone's standards, that's a, that's a good uh, conversion rate. 41-21 in the 1998 season. And overall, yeah. at the end of your career, 239 goals and 157 behinds, which is, is a very good conversion rate. Uh, uh, even even by, uh, to, by today's standards, it's bloody brilliant. Yeah, yeah. There, there's it, it. It was something that I sort of really, really worked on, and um, you uh, you hear sort of still the criticism about the kicking and um, you know what has to be done. But it, it's something that uh, you don't necessarily you know have in the in the training sessions that you go out there. There's um, there's not really sort of uh, set goal kicking. So I remember Justin uh, and myself uh, and Ben uh, Dixon just sort of being out there after every training session and, and kicking. Uh, literally um, hundreds of, of, of balls for, for goals, um, you know, a, a, across the week. And, um, you know, if you, if you work on it and um, you put yourself under pressure, and we, we even used to do things like just to, just to add the, because you can never add that uh, intensity of having a crowd sort of jeering at you and things like that. So uh, we used to sort of have to um, try and have a bit of banter amongst each other and we put bets on just uh, small bets you know that you're going to miss just to, to add that uh, additional pressure and it, uh, it certainly sort of helped out because if you've done it a hundred times during the week uh, when you come out and, uh, and kick for goal you just sort of follow the process rather than think about those uh, things that you can't control like the crowd or the, or the wind and so on and so forth yeah. so uh, it's something that uh, I was able to work on never um, Never, never got to the sort of standards of uh, Jason Nusp or uh, yeah, Tony Lockett, where they were just uh, you know nine out of ten uh, all, all the time. But um, I, I made it fairly reliable. Uh, no one did get to those standards, and probably <laughs> and, and probably never will. Nick, let's be perfectly <laughs> frank and honest here. Uh, life after footy. I mean, you're a, you're a qualified solicitor. You went into that for a while, but now you're uh, you're with the Witten Foundation. Yeah, so it's it's been a, a great move across uh, from 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 the law and in particular sort of doing um, sports law. We did a, did a lot of that, and then um, moved across to the uh, EJ Whitten Foundation a, a couple of years ago. And we've um, in in the middle of our busy period at the moment, we've just uh, had the Legends game, which um, once again was a sort of a very big uh, rating success and quite uh, quite funny sort of seeing the the social media following. Uh, uh, after the game, and uh, and now we have uh, our other big fundraiser, which is a, a grand final lunch, which we've been doing for 21 years now, and um, yeah, that, that'll be a, 
a great event coming up next uh, Wednesday at um, Melbourne Convention Exhibition Centre. So looking forward to, to that. And, um, yeah, we're, we're doing sort of uh, – Ted, Ted's been doing a, a, a great job sort of running it for uh, 24 years now and uh, he's uh, raised over $13.5 million. So um, great cause and, yeah, very uh, happy and, um, and, and proud to be involved. Yeah, absolutely, and, and look, the uh, the whole men's health issue uh, goes in many different areas, but this has been a, a, a terrifically con- consistent and constant uh, reminder to blokes to uh, to go and get checked. Yeah, and uh, that that is, that is our message. That's our, our community program. It's uh, time to test. And the uh, the sad thing is that uh, if if Ted Senior presents it today, it, it's still a, a death sentence. So there's no no cure. But um, if Ted had have actually got tested early. Um, there's various different treatments uh, that uh, could have prolonged uh, Ted's life, and uh, he could have sort of grown up with the with the grandkids instead of sort of passing away too soon. And um, you've been a, a great support of ours, uh, Kevin, helping us out on uh, many occasions. So we we certainly appreciate you and. Helping us get that message out there. No, it's a, a terrific cause, and uh, obviously been mates with Ted for a long time now. Hey, Nick, uh, good to reminisce about uh, that. Uh, well, not not in terms of the score so much as the uh, <laughs> the, the event and what it what it started in uh, in your life and in your uh, footy uh, footy career and your footy journey. Thanks for uh, spending a bit of time with us here on uh, on. You can always tell them you played one game. Yes, exactly, and it was uh, great fun speaking with you, Kevin. Cheers. Good on you, Nick. Thanks, mate. If the house-